Hey, yo. Hey, yo, man. This is Ness G from Gen G. And I'm out catching COVID, getting it litty like a titty. Make sure y'all tune in and listen to my brothers, man. Let them talk that shit. Weez, Nesto, Demo, Davy Jones, and Saw Jimmy. Talk that shit. Like, you guys, you remember the baby yoga when they would be slinging babies up like a paper towel oh, they were going to wear to see Like nunchucks, <laughs> baby nunchucks. Around. I've seen them try to teach babies how to Walk swim, and this chick just walks up and just, like, dunks the baby in the water, just, like, slam dunks the baby. <laughs> like, Yeah, oh, they do that, like, six months old. They're like, yo, you know what? Let's throw yeah. a baby Bye-bye. in the water, you know? Like baby the guy, yoga. But think about how cool that would be, though. Like your baby's not going to die. Yeah. You know, at least your baby can swim to the edge. Like that's that's kind of a good idea. Especially yeah. If you, if got, you got like a lifeguard there, unless you like throw them hard enough to hit the bottom of the pool, I feel like it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't even need to go down as long as your baby knows to like roll over on his back and like just not die for like. Uh, even a few more seconds it's probably yeah, well skill. when you mean baby what what like age are you talking about here because i don't oh they do it it's like six months one year like i'm talking about they're teaching like literal actual babies how to swim. damn like six months bro babies only six, six months, months? Yeah. One year? yep they put them in the water and give them little training on like then the baby can like nose to like flip itself over and like try and survive, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Until I seen like baby like 15 months, 18 months swim to the edge, yeah. swim to the edge of the pool. So what would you call it? Like I'm, I keep thinking of Michael Jackson with that baby out the window. Oh yeah, blanket. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, blanket. Little what blanket. Was, what was that? Was he conditioning the baby to be not afraid of heights when they get Bro, older? No, or, I like, think he was just oh, no, trying bro. to Simba that no. little dude. Yeah. He was just showing the world his baby. Like, think about the life that Michael Jackson was living. He was all sheltered. He didn't, like, see people regularly and this, that, and the other. And he just was proud. He had his little baby. He was like, look, I got a baby. In the words of Demo, I understand what you're saying. But at the same time, bro, you don't got to dangle his whole body over the motherfucking balcony like that. Uh, You know, it was almost like he was doing it for a thrill. No pun intended. I don't know that there are too many people out there that would say Michael Jackson is one of the best parents of all time. I'm not saying that what he did was right, but I'm just trying to, you know, give a little rationale for why. Yeah, he what was his? Not. Yeah, what I'm the insight sure. into like what he may have been thinking? I don't know. I think he was just like, look, blanket, this, look, it's ants. There's already a lot of controversy surrounding his kids, though. Like, you can't even. Does anybody have any information about them in 2020? What? Like, what are they what, doing? They're, Blanket? Oh yeah, they're still yeah. out. Let's blanket Jenkins. I, I think I cool. read something about blanket like not that long ago. We're looking up blanket Jackson here on Generation he, G. Oh yeah, no, he looks relatively normal. He, is he a rapper yeah. like Jay? Oh shit, it's actually Bla- blanket Michael shit. Jackson. Prince Blanket actually is Little Pump. How about that? No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> he does kind of. He look does like look little like pump, little though, pump. That's clean. why I said it. Yeah, little pimp. Little pimp. Yeah, little pump definitely looks like fucking little pump, or blanket looks like little pump. Yeah, little pump came out for Trump, and people were upset His, about. Yeah, it. how many followers did he lose? The supporters well, were I, upset. I don't even know. Like, were people like? Yeah, like, why wouldn't you be? People are like all these kids who, you know, this TikTok generation, they were in love with Lil Pump first. Yeah, but that's over with. Three years ago. 
little pump well, was going hard. If you're a little pump, are you doing this like blue faces doing those girl fights because your career is shit and you need Some spotlight clout? on you still? Mm-hmm. No, I, I truly believe he's out here for Trump because think about it. He's a young millionaire. He wants yeah, he, wants he wants Trump. To keep his Why money. wouldn't he want Trump? He doesn't want Biden to get taxed well, out. Would he actually get under that Biden tax plan? Is would he actually get taxed that much? Like I don't think he would really He makes he makes yeah, enough. Well, over yeah, he makes more than four hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, but I, I'm actually I'm not good. I'm fuzzy on the details. Are they installing a marginal tax rate past four hundred thousand, or they've just like that's the mean? Yeah, once you once you get to four hundred thousand dollars, every dollar you make after that is taxed at like sixty yeah, percent. Yeah, are they putting in more brackets above so that for marginalized? Like, or is that no? It? That that's <laughs> it. That uh, it seems a little silly, but whatever. Well, even still, like, oh well, he's he's good off that. I'm not saying that what he's doing is right. I'm just saying that it is in his own. Oh, totally, totally. To support That's why all these rappers are coming out, or just yeah. celebrities in general. That and mostly, you know, people, it's controversial because they're minorities, and they're, everyone's giving them hate for it. But and I'm not agreeing with them, but I can understand. That the only thing they bring up is the tax issue. That's the well, only thing they bring me up. A guy who who had a album called "Get Rich or Die Trying." Just cares about his money and taxes. Get out of here! Really? Yeah, and Little Wayne, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this is the thing, though. Like you, you could rip Little Wayne all you want for this, but he would have done this regardless. He just he happened to put it public. That's the only difference, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, he put himself out there. Well, you you already know he already has a past too. And that's like a past with uh, not supporting BLM as much and not uh, not that. hating on cops. Because he says, you know, he, he likes cops, specifically white cops, because of when he was a kid and the white cop was the one that, like, helped save his life when he shot himself in uh, New Orleans. Oh, so right. he said, wow, the, other, black, the right. other cops were black and they walked over him. So, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how accurate I mean, that story is, because I'm sure if you're shot as a kid or anybody, you're going to be laying down there. And I'm not really keeping track of specific details of which cop and what color stepping over me and for what reason and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're really paying attention to the color of the people helping you and you've got blood coming out of your body. <laughs> I think he was like, what, 11? Even younger than that. He was like younger than 11 years old. Oh, really? Like super young. Yeah. Well. But. You know what? I had back before Corona. This is a, a crazy story actually about that. Before Corona, um, I was at a bar, and this dude came up. People like to walk up and just start talking to me about whatever, <laughs> right? So this guy started talking to me about something. I think I was wearing, like, some sort of football team hat. He asked me, like, did you like Kaepernick? And I was like, eh, whatever. I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. But he started telling me, like, and I started seeing his tattoos, and he had, like, racist tattoos. Like, he had Nazis and swastikas, all kinds of stuff on his arms and hands, right? But he said, he was like, yeah, I'm trying to get these removed. Like, I'm not like that anymore because he was like, I was in the military, and I got blown up. And then the guy who saved me was a black guy. (laughs) And, like, because of that, like, the, the, like, nurse who's, like, saved him, uh, that like helped him back was black, so he decided he was no longer gonna be a Nazi. So like it it does it does matter, you know. Like that could be like wow. Even even though I thought he was a no good nothing, you know. That's yeah. what it takes. Getting their lives. That's saved. what it takes. Just if you 
if a lot more people almost die, then they won't be yeah, racist. Yeah, that's the anymore. plan. So just help yeah. them get Yeah, there. let's wait next to some white supremacist areas and wait until they almost die so I could jump in. Yeah, let me, <laughs> let me final destination a neo-Nazi biker gang and then just like the ones that like survive will be like, hey, black lady, come help them. They're going to... I'm I'm saving them actually, yeah. but like you save them instead. Flag, I'm sa- them yeah, I'm saving their soul. <laughs> Why don't we give them a taste of like soul food? Show them what they've been missing out on, and if they like the reaction as soon as they taste it is like you know what I'm saying. Like, you know it be it be too much pepper sometimes. So, you know, yeah. Too much black pepper it might make them more racist. <laughs> They're like, "What'd you just give me? Oh, this burn my mouth hole." <laughs> I thought it was nice. They were giving me some food, but little did I know that night was a night that would change everything. I sat on that toilet and blew up. You fooled me into getting <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Everybody probably wondering where has an ad lib been at this point. Nesto is on a flight. To Vegas. So, you know, it's four out of five today. Shout out Nesto. Shout out Nesto. Nesto. Safe travels. He's out brother. there. He's the representative for our uh, OnlyFans. Uh, liaison, yeah, so he's, he's out there in, in Sin City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, follow on Insta at uh, Jabroni eight nine. He's a social influencer yeah, as well. You know what I'm saying? He's got he's got white kids ready to do anything he tells them to do. Huge following in Nebraska. Huge in the streets. What did Nesto post today, dude? Did you see those new Jordans, Nesto? God, bro, I'm so down to get those. Dude, Jordans, did you see bro. what Nesto was eating, dude? I'm gonna find that fucking spot. I'm a schmob out, dude. I'm fucking eat everything Nesto was eating. I'm gonna see if I can survive, dude. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna see if I can survive, dude. Somebody parked in Nesto's parking spot at his house today, bro. You see that? <laughs> He's got a real mob. I was so mad for him. Mob running for him. He's just like, dude, I'm I'm out there, dude. I'm I'm gonna ride for Nesto. I'm gonna move that fucking car with my truck, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Nesto to start just experimenting with shit, bro. Yeah. Like, cash at me ten so I can buy this, and I guarantee you, a ton of people will <laughs> probably help him buy would, it. bro. I think that that would be sick. Get the get the Nesto grift started. Yeah. Nesto got an OnlyFans. Most people that ask, I'm down. You know, it's real easy to just ask people for money. I'll give ten dollars. Like, <laughs> hey, why not? Here you go. Right. Ten, you got ten. As he's on his way here to celebrate. Well, shit. Let's get right into it. Yeah, we we bet we better uh, talk about the donkey and the elephant in the room. Then the the election. I don't know. I was trying to wait for some more results to come in. in yeah, the next, like five minutes, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. What is it saying now? What actually? Let's fire this up by asking, Davy, give us the odds on the election. <laughs> right now, it's looking like a lot of books are closing, but uh, Biden is about a minus anywhere between like six hundred to seven hundred in most spots. Oof. So, but talk about the line movement overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. overnight, looking like Biden was uh, actually a. Of a favorite, but a small favorite, and a lot of money was coming in on Donald Trump as an underdog. Then you look, fast forward to um, what is it? Probably Monday, the uh, the second, going into the election day. All of a sudden, you get so much money on Trump that we wake up this morning and Biden's a huge favorite going the <laughs> other way, and Trump's a huge dog, and it just keeps swinging back and forth in between those times. Every like I would say every some odd hours, uh, it just swings yeah. back and forth. I've never seen anything like it. So pretty crazy um, and definitely a close election, in my opinion. But it's looking like uh, as of right now, uh, Joe Biden's taking a, a big lead. Um, 
in real life too and in the sports books. Yeah. And so it's looking that, like he's on his way to a victory, right? Yeah. And this is November. We're recording this in the evening on November 4th, 8 p.m. East Coast time. So if you're so listening what I'm to seeing this, is like yeah. a lot of ballots, a lot of people complaining about ballots lost in the mail, but Man. don't mail ballots typically go blue? Yeah, mailed in ballots are going to be going blue and also like the big the big issue that everybody's causing a fuss about is the mail in ballots for Pennsylvania because there was a court ruling to allow them to be counted um you know past the election day and stuff like that. I think I mean I don't want to source but yeah, like it's something along those lines that basically the uh contention is that they don't want them to count uh mail in ballots after the election day but you know it's happening i mean so what the what the issue actually is is that you can mail in the ballot um but it has to be received by friday that's right okay uh in order for them to be counted um Ah. at this point according to fox news uh joe biden already has 264 of the 270 he needs to win uh so uh, with any of the states that are still outstanding, uh, Nevada, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, and That's uh, Alaska, Alaska wouldn't quite push them over the limit. But with one of those other four states, uh, any of them being a win or giving some delegates to Joe Biden would confirm a win. Yeah, it's a wrap. Well, I don't want to say it's a wrap because anything could fucking happen. But like at the same time, if he wins any of those states, it's a wrap. And it is... It is looking really interesting for Georgia right now because it, at this time, again, 8 p.m. on Wednesday, November 4th, um, <clears throat> like most of Atlanta's uh, ballots have been cast, but it's like averaging at like about 94, 90% of all ballots from Atlanta have been counted. And there's like millions of fucking people who voted out here. And also Athens and Savannah, which are two like majorly democratic areas are also not even at 90% counted either. So it's like, there's a lot of movement that might happen in Georgia. And also it's like a 40. They're already, he's already filed a suit against Georgia. Oh, he did. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah, shit. Like a couple hours ago. Woo. Yeah. Cause just <laughs> by at this moment right now, Biden is only behind uh, Trump by like 40, 40, 50,000 votes. So We'll see once you listen to this tomorrow what you think. What do y'all think is like how this is going to end up? Because my prediction is he's really just trying to draw this out as long as possible legally after this, Um, which I'm I don't know. Like, I've never seen anything like this shit. I don't know if this would keep him in there longer while he fights these cases or, or like what the hell would happen. Well, he's got to leave if if Biden wins. He he's got to leave office in January, so he's got time to basically battle. Like, it's but not we've never seen like a win be in question the way he's gonna oh, put yeah. it in question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and I mean there was something similar for Bush v. Gore, which like came down to obviously Florida recounts and all mm-hmm. the fuckery that happened there. But you this one where they're like filing multiple suits for multiple states, and they also have that rhetoric where they got Rudy Giuliani out there talking about like they're, they're faking ballots, they're faking votes. They're, this is outrageous. This is a this is not a democracy. So like it's a whole thing. You know, where was all that last year when all these like cyber hackings and shit was going on? What like last election or like the primaries? The last election. Yeah, I mean. 
Nobody, well, nobody can play to peep from that side. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, exactly. Also, also, Democrats are like fucking pussies. So it's like they, if something like that happened for them, they're like, well, I guess we'll just take the ball, and go home, and they won fair and square. <laughs> so yeah, they like that. <laughs> They they weren't gonna make a fuss about nothing, and yeah, again, notice how like in uh, other states at this moment, he's like not telling them to stop counting uh, in uh, places that he's behind, like in Arizona. He's not he's not saying to stop counting in Arizona, is he? So, you know what the most important? Well, I don't I don't want to say most important, but this year I found myself like finally genuinely interested in what a lot of the states were doing different props yeah uh i think you had four states opt in for marijuana this year yeah oregon jersey decriminalized everything in oregon oh yeah oregon (laughs) fuck yeah shout out to oregon yeah thoughts on that david david you were david you had great great points on it i saw in a chat when we were all in a chat (laughs) oh about uh how you know a lot of people were against uh, that measure x and mainly taxing marijuana yeah. uh businesses even more and as much as you know of course we don't want to get taxed for everything you know as long as the, we know the money's going towards schools and that that's where i wanted to go local schooling oh, then man. i think it's going to be something that that helps um because i don't want to send my kids to private school if i could help it if i could send them to public school for free in a good school system you know so yeah. has uh has oregon passed california on wokeness on wokeness Ooh. yeah uh, well, well at least wildness. They, they they might be too woke <laughs> you remember what was going down in Portland after a while. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, they're, they're going hard. It's one of the main strongholds of Antifa. All right. Yeah, you know, um, they, they contact And now and... that they've legalized, or not legalized, but decriminalized so many drugs, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, you can walk around with a uh, gram of molly, a gram of heroin, Two grams of meth, two grams of cocaine, or twenty tabs of acid. Yeah, I'm your pusher <laughs> man. Hey, like, and you can walk day, around I'm with, with all of that as a straight party pack and just get like a five hundred dollar fine. I mean, I think that that'll like, if anything, that's gonna help get rid of like you know incarceration for no fucking reason. I mean, like people that have like drugs like that shouldn't go to jail and like not get any actual help. You know? Exactly. Like, why put That's them in the huge. legal system? How much of a tax burden is that on people to just like constantly be, you know, putting people in jail for shit like that? He yeah, would have shared this. Of- Nesto posted on his story. I'm out to Oregon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It it says that they will wa- waive the fines if you go get evaluated at addiction recovery. Bam. See? Fuck yeah. So on top of all that, like this is just going to help so much because there's so so many people that are sitting in prison for 15 years because they had a little piece of crack. Yeah, a little little crumb (laughs) of crack. They're like, straight to jail! No, no way. That's, uh, I I wish that 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 would be adopted federally. Honestly, I think it's like we're past the point of like any kind of hard prohibition just sending people to jail for like drug problems and stuff like that it just does yeah. not make sense to me at all the user I, versus the person you know trafficking it or manufacturing it yeah. is completely different that's why decriminalization is so big 
And it's not so much like legalizing it where a lot of people who are against drugs, and I don't do any of these drugs personally as far as, you know, dropping acid, and I don't even eat shrooms for that matter, and, and that's a little more natural, but um, I think it should be decriminalized. Yeah, like you said, people need to need help if they're addicted to heroin and these other drugs that are a little harder. They should be seeking help, not just going and sending them to prison, and that's what it is, or to jail, you yeah. know? Side note, I've never tried shrooms either, but I heard the Las Vegas desert is a great place to do it. Shrooms are fucking popping, bro. They're good. They're great. Yeah. You guys coming to the desert? For that. I yeah. Don't have to I would I would highly suggest it for everybody to try shrooms at least once. <laughs> Cuz I mean it's it's cool. I it, I was a late bloomer. I took acid before I took shrooms. So like it was interesting to take shrooms because shrooms like is a like way more mellow high than acid. Acid, I saw somebody's head grow in front of me, and I ran away. But on mu- yeah, on mushrooms, I was like, oh, cool, the plants are talking. Like, they're just, you know, it's not even, they weren't really talking, but they were, like, moving really cool. But mushrooms are just, like, super, like, the fact that it's mushrooms like, is, like, a criminalized drug when it, like, is proven, cyclocybin, which is in mushrooms, is proven to help depression. They're like, hey, you, you're too busy feeling good. You got to go to jail. Like, come the fuck on. Mushrooms are psychedelics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get trippy, man. Yeah, I mean, you can trippy, get man. You can get you can take too many, obviously, with just like about every fucking drug. So don't do that. But it's a fun little high, like it's nothing intense. Not Up weed, in though. Oregon, you can have twelve <laughs> grams of mushrooms. So uh, I'm sure that's enough to take you to wherever you feel like going. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm good. Yeah. That's not really going to change much for me. It makes it better. <laughs> Dude. It makes it. You don't want this shit, Bobby. It makes it better. I, I've been <laughs> Jesus. I've been meaning to ask Dave this. Yo, what would it sound like if Kanye won the election and he had to give a <laughs> yes. speech to the American no. public? Oh shit, man! Fucking Kanye West. He's running in twenty twenty four. Yeah, he saw he conceded and was running in twenty twenty four. Wait, wait, wait! He doubled Harambe's votes. This nigga got sixty thousand votes, not thirty thousand. So he, so that write-in is is gaining momentum every election. Oh, I wonder who goodness. he's gonna pick to to run with. Uh, Lil Pump, Lil Cuddy or Kit Cuddy, Kit Cuddy, Elon Musk. Excuse me, Lil Pump, Lil Pimp, Lil Pimp, Lil Pimp. According to President yeah, Trump, Lil Pimp. That's my guy, Lil Pimp here. Damn, he. He botched his name, disrespected the uh, fuck out of him, and that little shit went up there and still did his yeah. thing. Yeah, that's how it goes. Hey, so uh, what else is going what on? What else is going on other than other than the obvious shit? Ooh. A lot of new music came you out. You know the guy who the guy who kidnapped six nine got sentenced. Ooh, Ooh. He got, where has six nine been? Twenty four years. Where is six nine? Um. Well, you know what, six nine. Uh, his album sales flopped, Ooh. and he is probably off in hiding, eating cheese somewhere. Okay, so it's sad to say. I, I miss him annoying me on the timeline, <laughs> bro. He was he was a chaos. I feel like well, think he would have he would have still been there if he would have got you know a million sales, but uh, nah, nah. nah. So is, is this the end? Can we finally get that uh, fifty cent movie that he bought the rights to? Uh, because this kid's movie is gonna be lit. Well, we're. Uh, we're actually still waiting for him to Shia die. Shia LaBeouf is six. <laughs> we're still on that part. <laughs> I want him played by Shia LaBeouf, and I want Six Nine's father to be played by Danny Trejo. And I need I need Shia LaBeouf. How about being we just Mexican again? 
Just have him well, almost he, die so he, you know, changes his tune politically and becomes Democrat. <laughs> yeah, that's all it takes. A little <laughs> almost death will change your ways. Right. Man, well, well, go ahead. Sorry, David. Speaking about that, uh, the album flop with Six Nine. You know what happened now is uh, Trippy Red had an album and it just came out and it more than doubled uh, Six Nine. Six Nine was the one that was always trolling him about. Like no one could touch him on the album sales, the streaming sales, all this stuff. And Trippy Red actually right. beat him out. For those of us not in touch with the the youngsters on the scene, can you explain that a little further? Like who is Trippy Red to those that don't know? Like relation yeah backstory backstory that i as far as i know they uh were on a song together on polls way back well for them way back i guess like i don't know five six years ago (laughs) when they were first on the scene and uh all of a sudden you're you know uh six nine you know did his little troll thing on the internet and started trolling everyone trying to like fight everybody trying to get everyone pissed including you know anyone that's popping and trippy red was also catching a wave so then he started you know flipping on him so they had beef and long story short, now fast forward all that drama of six nine going to jail, going out of jail, and being a snitch. Now, and he's talking all that shit about his album gonna be the best selling one out of all these young rappers. You know, everyone's beating him now. Uh, Lil Durk probably be, uh, ended up beating him, um, and Trippy Red's a lot bigger now. Ever since Juice World died, I would say Trippy Red uh, is slowly trying to take over the scene. You know, not my personal preference, but. The emo depression, yeah, rapper. emo depressed rapping um, on auto tune. That's the new thing with the little mix of like they're trying to do that Marilyn Manson rock type of shit, yeah, um, mix. So, but I would say the album that I did check out um, from Trippy Red was pretty good. It's called Pegasus. Um, it, you got to be open minded, you know, of new, newer, modern music. But that's good. That's good advice for sure because it, it it's easy on your ears. Some of that shit. He's got really good production. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have to tolerate singing depression sounding shit. Singing but. depressing sounding yeah. shit. If you like Uzi, if you like uh, Juice World, it's gonna be more along those lines. I just uh, like well, that he stuck to his lane and didn't, you know, do too much like his rival. And now he's outdoing him. See, you stay in your lane, and that's what happens. Well, shouts out to Keek the Sneak. Keek to Sneak also dropped an album. Hey. Uh going hard. They you know, I, I really enjoyed a lot of that album. He's got <coughs> some old school, some new school mix in. Uh, you know, beats by mechanics. So of course, you know, they're slapping. The uh, mechanics. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. The, 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 is he the, still the, is he still in a wheelchair? Or is that per- is that permanent? Geek Sneak. Uh yeah, yeah. He's still rolling around, you know. Damn. Uh, but he's good. Saw he's Jimmy. good. He dropped a track. He's still getting hyphy, yeah. I guess. Does he have to get on those yeah, carts I mean, at Safeway when he goes to the market? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think that's only if you're like, you really can't get around, but you have to go up in there. But he brought his own wheelchair to the to But the no staff, basket. You know. No basket, but he's got a couple legs he can sit stuff on. If if, if he fucks with roller coasters, he can get front line at Marine World right now. I'm just saying. My dad hurt his knee one year. We took us to Six Flags. We cut all the lines because he was in a wheelchair at the moment. Yeah, I heard Disneyland. That's the move at Disneyland. Yeah, just you know what? I'm uh, I'm from Vallejo, 
and we got Six Flags here. So, like, I always had a season pass. We always went there all the time. And we found a trick. You can actually rent a wheelchair at the park and cut to the front of every single line. You guys don't just that jump one of your homies? It has been done. <laughs> to do it? Yeah, like, you could just rent it right there, 25 bucks, and that's an insta-cut for everybody with this They let you rent person. it for no reason? Bro. No, you can't. You no can, reason. You can't draw straws. You can't question disabilities. Yeah, draw straws. The person with the shortest draw has to get the shit kicked out of him, so the dude actually looks legit. <laughs> and they saw Jimmy. You listened to the Buster Rhymes yeah. album, bro. That that uh, yeah, that was a, that album is so fucking good. I always been a fan of his. I've never really been happy with his albums as a whole, and I, I think we finally got that. Um, he's one of those artists that. Doesn't have to drop shit, you know. He'll bust on a feature every couple of years, just destroy it, and people will talk about that verse for years. You know, I think that's kind of what happened with him. And then, uh, if you listen to the album, the theme is sort of like it's the end of the Chris yeah. Rock is on there. Like that did a lot for me too. Like just having a comedian that reminded me of Kanye having Bernie yeah. Mac on his shit. Uh, but Chris Rock being on there, that kind of like brought me back to all right, some yeah. New York vibes. Um, some like gutter early 2000s New York vibes Chris but, Rock with Rock him on the on the intro track that's the thing you got old Buster Rhymes you got that new Buster Rhymes the Buster that spits like infinity 100, to- 100 minutes an yeah. hour or whatever and, and like he, 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 he touched every wave of like his career what I noticed just being a fan of his dating from the 90s um and I'm glad that it was 22. Yeah, it was tracks. long, but I, it, uh, dude, that listen went by so fast for me, because yeah, it was like a a trip. I I remember when I had first really like liked Buster Rhymes as a rapper. Before that, he was like more of a personality, right? You saw like Buster Rhymes on like MTV and shit like that, and you're like, oh, cool. Like it was almost like a talking head on there when we were younger. But then when I first heard him as like an actual MC is when he did that feature on that Tribe Called Quest song. I'm I'm forgetting the name of it right now. And then I was like, holy shit, that's that's the Buster Rhymes. And I've been like hooked on his shit ever since. I mean, Genesis rang off too, but this right here is just it's so updated. And he like it, it, the dude went timeless. I mean, I'm gonna gush over Buster Rhymes like such a fucking dork right now, but like even his track with Old Dirty Bastard, it was like yeah, it like brought me back to when I like first really started liking hip hop. That's why I liked it so much. It's it just he grabbed me when I was like six years old. I saw he always had the right. wildest music yeah. videos. If you notice, his music videos were the most unique and like artistic yeah. and shit. That's what grabbed me as a kid when I first saw that. Like you really mm-hmm. want to party with me? That uh, put your hands where my eyes yeah. can see shit. Uh, and ever since then, it's kind of just been like I don't know, legendary. But I never liked his albums yeah, right. until now. Dave, you listened to it? Yeah, I listened to. I gave it one ran through so far when I was driving out. And it, it it's it was hip hop like yeah. he was really rapping on the songs hip hop for sure and uh, the narration from Chris Rock I think they're bringing more like uh, having other people outside of music uh, narrating and doing interludes um, in a lot of more like mixtapes and albums now they're trying to bring that back make it a thing so I I think that's a good thing uh, when they're gonna bring some old school like kind of like you get to see if go have a new wave you know everything goes back in retro they retro everything uh, styles come back. This is kind of like one of those things. So hopefully, uh, I think hip hop, hip hop starts making another wave into the mainstream again. Not with Busta Rhymes necessarily, yeah. but just like this type of music. 
a bunch of people. Benny the Butcher. Yeah, uh, yeah. ASAP 12 even dropped one that yeah. has that. Uh, I didn't get to listen to his much, but shout out ASAP 12 Morgan yeah, Freeman. With, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Morgan Freeman on the 21 yeah. Savage album. That was oh, yeah. hard. And I think because hard. of the coronavirus and because of like quarantine and not going out as much, I think it's a good time for this type of music to come back because people have more time to actually listen and stay at home. And they're not partying as much. And Because you're not going to be able to hear this in the club all the time and you know, maybe some old school Buster singles, but not like you're not gonna hear the whole album of anything. You're just gonna hear whatever's popping Hell on the radio, yeah. whatever's top 40s, and that no matter what genre it is, is always gonna be top 40s of that. So that's what you're gonna hear to get that vibe. But nobody's partying as much anymore. So that's the most solid point about music I've heard this whole year, straight up. Just because the, the the party goers and shit, like the party, the rappers that thrived off of party music aren't really thriving no in that. No you know what I mean? It's people who are dropping quality, like, okay, what can I listen to? That's who's yeah. thriving no, right No, it's now. great. Like, it's cool. that. But Oh, by the way, that song that I had heard uh, Buster Rhymes on was Scenario. I can't believe that. That was one of my favorite songs of all fucking time. That's the one where Buster Rhymes came in with like the line. He's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, was, I thought that was the coolest, oh, coolest yeah. fucking thing on the planet when I was a kid. I was like, that, yeah. Oh, my gosh, definitely. Who's got the yeah. tribe? Uh, legendary album he yeah, yeah i think this is his last album uh, probably the way he made it seem or at least still another four or five years if he's still doing it at that time because he touched every flavor of himself he has a tri- like you said tribe sound he he remade that baby if you give it to me with mariah yeah. carey there's like a yeah. remix with her on there that shit was I wish hard. He, so something for everybody it would be fun if he brought back him. that sample from oh. scenario rah rah like a dungeon dragon like, because they use that sample in like a bunch of different oh, yeah. shit too. So, what were you saying, Davey? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, he had the uh, the track five out of my mind with the uh, Bell De- Biv and Devoe or whatever. The uh, oh he, yeah, that was dope. You threw it back. Threw back poison. Yeah, that, that shit was so yeah, dope. Yeah. So he had a mixture of everything. I felt like so it was good. Did, did you listen to the Buster Rhymes album, bro? You know what? He's busy I, with the key. Um, <laughs> I listened to a couple tracks of the Bus Rhymes album, but what am I going to say here? You guys know me. What am I no, going to say? I just want to hear it again. Yeah. I don't fuck with hip hop, bro. Hey, but yeah, it was hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. You know, like I, I understand. I get it. And I think it was great. It was amazing art. But I was slapping the new Offset Gym track. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. I was over here like getting it popping. You know, so I, I don't have time. <laughs> so I can, the offset can read is a book street. if I want to get enlightened. Like he's spitting, but like you know, it's just not for me. I, I think yeah. Nesto would be the one to do this, but to find a middle ground between us that really like content and those that really like production, I think there was a track drop and it was Freddie Gibbs, st- straight banger. Y'all heard that one? It's called Four Things. Big Sean no, and Hit Boy. He had some features on Hit it Boy. too. I definitely actually did hear that track. Big Sean was on there ripping, uh, and it's a straight banger. Whether you are there for lyrics or just production, there's both. Big Sean's back, bro. He's back with Janae Aiko, so he's he's back uh, fully. It's crazy. She brings out the best in him. I like Big Sean, but I don't like I don't like how he sounds. I know that's like such a weird, like objective fucking. It's not even like a criticism. It's just he like he speaks a pretty clearly. I would say that's one thing. I mean, oh like, god, he raps fast, but he speaks clearly. Yeah. You don't yeah, like? He how sounds he like sings? a dude just talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of what. Bo- 
feel like that's what bugs we also, me. So I do have one track here for the grown and sexy. Okay. Uh-huh. So if you are, uh, if you're the kind of person you listen to, you know, little hip hop R and B, you know, real R and B, kind of getting down with it, rhythm and blues, sounding like live performance. There's a new track from Omarion and Wale oh, with the Wale feature. Oh, Omarion has went from you know more poppy to like real like smooth R and B going on, and I highly recommend you check that. He just out. dropped. He just dropped a whole uh, a whole project. Uh, Omarion. The connection with the K. K I N. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah, get the, that. The song "Mutual" is uh, is a really good one. Uh, I recommend you check it out. You know, we are grown. We're on the other side of thirty. Whoa. You know, for the most part, here as a crew. Um, you know, if not, then it's a little twenty nine er. Uh, but that's a great song, you know, listen to and get some vibes. You know, you don't always have to hear the craziness. All yeah, the time. we also got a new, there's a lot of music dropping. It's just going under the radar over this election shit. But Outcast yeah. dropped their deluxe right. of uh, uh, Skankonia. Oh, yeah. It's a deluxe yeah, version. Yeah. So it's a remake. But I mean, it's good to, to have that type of re-release. Like I said, new hit, that real hip hop hip hop is com- coming back around. Uh, Common dropped a project. A beautiful revolution. Haven't peeped it yet, though. Uh, Where the fuck is Kendrick's that. album at? Never happening. Yeah, really. He's not going to tell nobody. Yeah. Kendrick's dropping with uh, Yandi. Yandi and Kendrick is dropping the same day, which is never. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, oh, oh. Be lit. Wow, you got me. I was fucking sitting there. Whoa, I, had, really? I got so, so I was like, Brett, Are you serious right now? Yeah. What, Dad? dude? And That's Kendrick? crazy, dude. <laughs> Same day? <laughs> man, I was inclined to fucking believe it, man. I'm I'm such an easy sell on like all the hip hop beefs now. I'm just like, oh, what? Really? They're gonna knife fight? Who gets to release their album first? Tell me more. Yeah, we also got. A, <laughs> I'm waiting for like the next. You two for you. The U two just dropped a project. I just saw that. I didn't hear it yet. You two. Hello. It's, I don't even actually. That, that's <laughs> for all my impression the of sexy people. Hello. You don't have to look for it. It'll probably. Oh, they show just, up I just I just looked phone. at a list today of uh, yeah. albums I already listened to, and then some of the new ones dropping, and I had to record it down because I was like, I gotta note this because I gotta listen to some of them, not the U two one necessarily <laughs> for me, but uh, I'm gonna check out you know the common one, the Omarion, Made in Tokyo, dropping. <laughs> Made in T Y O. Yeah, and then uh, for the other people that really like to be enlightened, we got NLE Choppa. The highly anticipated yeah. project. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's real enlightenment. Get woke. I don't. He, d- he doesn't like the wokeness of NLE Chopper. I was gonna say I looked at the <laughs> I looked at the picture of uh, Pegasus from uh, Trippy Red, and um, I, I just like came up with like a hypothesis about how like rap and hip hop is gonna go into the future. I feel like there's gonna be like a, a niche genre that is gonna come out and like be super gen z and kind of like zoomer based and where it's like high art in a way that's like kind of borrows from like renaissance type shit that's just super fucking out there and it's almost like their own like uh masquerade type nonsense that like that's how they package it up and sell it but it still sounds just kind of like that emo rap but they think that they're like artful like i wouldn't be surprised if these dudes started wearing powdered wigs and shit like it it just seems like they're gonna totally lean into this like art nouveau type of style almost like this uh yeah 
I mean, that's that's not that's not that's not a far fetched theory. You just look yeah. around like what they're already doing to their hair, you know, in the, and the nail polish and skirts. I feel like we're not going to be able to yeah. project it, you know, like these kids are going to like yeah. what they're going to like. And I'm sure there were people, you know, when we were young, we were, you know, helmet on my head, yeah. chin strap on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go, going Duh. crazy. And people couldn't understand. You, you know, the goal was to drool on yourself and be as stupid as possible. Dude, dude, it was like literally like that was who only, project that was it only the Bay area, out? though. I mean, all, yeah, all but, kids but are still, what I mean is either way. Like people are gonna like what they're gonna like, and you're not gonna understand it because we're probably not the intended. Audience. Yeah, no, we're old heads now. We're like that doesn't make sense to me. Why is he in front of a Pegasus? He's got underwears on. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the new cool <laughs> right? shit. You know, like Greek mythology is making a comeback in in. Yeah, in yeah, right. Lives. It's the what if that was like the main thing? It's just like they got all way back into like mythology. Oh my god, that does. That does roughly segue into like the shit that I've been seeing on fucking Twitter. Have you guys noticed how to the response on Trump's fucking <laughs> tweets lately that there's been spells being cast on Donald J. Trump? <laughs> like, on the internet, bro? Yes. N- nah. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow them. <laughs> no, dude. It's not about. Nah. It's not about following <laughs> yeah, them, bro. Go to like I sent you guys the one today. If you look at Donald Trump's fucking posts, some of the first responses are people writing in like Aramaic and shit, like weird, like soul binding oh, yeah. prayers to like. <laughs> I st- I stopped looking at the responses to his tweets a long time ago because you know first th- th- it was a bunch of shit they took over with aramaic them, them k-pop <laughs> korean videos and then it was like uh, aramaic the only people that speak that is jesus yes no bro they're like trying to bind him <laughs> to like failure or something like let me try and find one so like they'll post like pictures of like japanese dolls with their eyes carved out and blood coming out of it and then just like sanskrit or aramaic like below it and then you try to translate it and it's like we bind their soul to the bottom of hell so that you may not return and you will like it's <laughs> it's yeah that's a lot i'm good off all that yeah, bro i don't hey side so note i hey i gotta interrupt because this shit's hilarious literally just happened somebody texted me in a group text but they said hey y'all better play me in madden right now online and everyone's like, oh, okay, what's your game tag? He's like, oh, no, no, you got to play Madden 20. Oh, no. <laughs> like, bro, you play competitively <laughs> online on Madden 20 when it's 21's out? <laughs> Never lost. Never left. 21 has been that's out. That's what I'm saying. Hey, you got, some of the got biggest cap I've ever uh, heard. Like, he's like, hey, go play me 2K18 right now. <laughs> I got you online. <laughs> Yo, y'all got 2K16, bro? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sorry on the sidetrack, but somebody bro. just texted me with that garbage. <laughs> no, good sidetrack. Good sidetrack. But yeah, I, if I'm gonna be hard hard <laughs> pressed to not believe that it was uh, the witches of Twitter that uh, won uh, or made Trump lose the election, I wouldn't. I think that's what I'll attribute it to. People are gonna be like giving analysis about this for years, and they're like, "Yeah, let's ask Saw Jimmy for his hot take here." I'm on CNN, and then I'm be like, "Well." If you had to ask me, I would have to say it was probably the witches of Twitter that had a lot to do with Donald Trump losing. If you look at the four top posts from Donald Trump, all of them have Sanskrit in response, binding his soul to this planar realm to uh, suffer in eternity. So I think it's probably that. 
Uh, okay. Um, so this last you don't believe week you don't believe that'll in happen. The NFL was pretty interesting. A lot of things happened. A lot of things, uh, you know, big changes were made, and there were some huge injuries that affected teams that you know we feel strongly for, namely the 49ers. So this week we found out that both Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle are going to be out for quite some time here. Uh, the 49ers are going to have to make some adjustments because not only with those injuries, there were some diagnoses of COVID-19 that took apart their receiving core. So what do you guys think about COVID. that? Well, I think your tra- your transition game is disrespectful. Uh, well, I think, you know, on that one. note, actually, it's funny because George Kittle's most recent Twitter post has some strange Aramaic <laughs> written beneath it. So I think that probably... <laughs> I think that probably has to do with... Mip- I'm, I'm going to give that one to the witches of Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, it sounds to me... I wish that we had the live stream of this because the faces on everyone, <laughs> everyone had when that was going on was just priceless. I wish I could describe it. Did a oh man, y'all, y'all are assholes. I think y'all need like some kind of officiator for this battle, bro. Because you were talking about Twitter accounts to follow. I was gonna recommend following Ice T, bro. <laughs> Ice T is one of the funniest follows online, just because you know he's so serious with like every tweet. Bro. I could already just picture some of the things he's saying. Not yeah. only that, but he's an old man. <laughs> he came on there like, for the record. I don't hate anyone, even <laughs> Trump. I do think he's a human piece of <laughs> shit, though. <laughs> oh, God, my God. That's great. That's too spot that's on great. of a fucking iced tea. Bro. He's on their heart, bro. Think how long it took him to type all that with one <laughs> finger, squinting down hard at his phone. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the problem with you young punks. Y'all disrespectful. <laughs> I don't do this Twitter shit. I go record CSI, and then I go home and play Xbox. <laughs> Bro, he, made, he has a punk song called, like, where he redid a punk song from back in the day where it's like a dude who's like, Mom, you won't understand me. I listen to my tapes. And he made one recently with Body Count, his punk rock band, that is about him yelling at his wife while he plays Xbox. <laughs> Literally, that's the song. <laughs> I'm telling you, I heard him say that in an interview. He was so serious, bro. He really is just like easy going, trying to live. He's like 70 some years yeah. old, right? He's pretty old. Is he? How old 70? is he? Is he? He's, well, he's up there. He's, he's definitely an old man, but his wife is not getting any older because she's mostly plastic. Oh, she, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. He's, 62, he's 62, 62 and she's 41. My bad. I called him 70. <laughs> old as fuck. He. he I just said that because you never know his age. He's gonna look like that forever, like like Diddy. You know, that's true. I don't know what he's using, what super soldier serum he got, man. But he's been the same since like '98. He's just and LL Cool J. They're they're just rich. <laughs> that's also Coco true. wasn't even available when I wanted her. I had plenty of white. <laughs> another another thing that he sings about on Body Count. He talks about. Fucking white chicks on the punk scene. That's like their first song that they had <laughs> in there. <laughs> He's just 
just like, you don't like that I'm a black guy? Well, I'm going to fuck your bitch. And it's like, fucking classic, dude. Wow. That's hard. What is this called? I got a body count. You've never heard of Ice-T's band? No, I haven't heard that either. No. Oh, man. That's a hard name, They had one song where, like, they're really going hard about killing. It's that they're no. Like they go, they they go anti police. It's like this is real, like rock, yeah. rock. It's it's gnarly, bro. Like there's one song on there that like their top song is called "No Mo- No Lives Matter." <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you yeah. sent that to me. No body count is is yeah. for real. Like they're they're great. Everybody go check Wikipedia out my young page, band body count. Their genre is called crossover thrash. Ah. Feels like a, which is a, I could, that's yeah, aggressive. I could get into that. They had a really one of their biggest and most controversial songs was called "Cop Killer." Oh. Ninety two. It was a good yeah. year. Night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. They have a song a called year. "KKK Bitch," and it's all about dating a chick who's in the <laughs> KKK and her dad, and like fucking her in front of her dad, her white supremacist dad. Like, wow. Yeah. What? <laughs> You guys have never heard of Body nah, Count. Dude, you guys got to check it out, bro. It's it's the, yeah. You want to talk about <laughs> Too Woke? <laughs> yeah, watch music videos. <laughs> You'll I, be like, I, I almost wish I didn't impersonate him, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> these song titles, bro. Yeah, shouts out to he. He's out here ready, bro. Like, he didn't just, you know, come from some floozy rap career to being an actor. He was saying some crazy stuff. He was like the the original. Didn't isn't he the original like explicit artist? Like he's the first one that got like really censored even before NWA, right? Well, since we yeah he was in the eighties colors. I mean, since we spent about five minutes on his ass, hopefully he can plug our podcast (laughs) on his account. You know, I'll try to get his attention from at Gen G Podcast. Hey, yo, check out these young fools. They're pretty (laughs) funny. But anyways, we were talking about the Niners after we went back to the NFL before this fool, um, you know, brought us back. The what way are you talking about? That was an actual. That was a real statement. I'm pretty sure George Kittle got his uh, injury from witchcraft, but you know, <laughs> is George Kittle playing this nope. Thursday? He's gonna be out for George Kittle is out for eight weeks. I don't think the Niners stand a chance, and it's not because he's just out, but their quarterbacks out. He's Weekend and they way. traded. So maybe the better guy. They him. traded uh, Quan oh. Alexander for Kiko Alonso to the Saints. Uh, so they got Kiko Alonso back from the Saints and a fifth rounder. Yeah, is Quan hurt? Because I know he's a good player. Yeah, no, he was playing. I think he just is on and off on getting injured, but he was definitely starting to play. Is Kiko hurt? What other games are there this week? Because this one is and it's ass. hard to like it. It really. Well, can't you imagine trying to pay attention to the NFL after this week? Yeah. <laughs> well, let let we got to recap the Raiders. They they got a win, big win oh, over the shit Browns, over the poopies. That was um uh, that was a uh, uh, I think that kind of game is like a character building game. You know, you can't really throw a ball. The air is blowing it everywhere. Uh. It's just a physical fight, you know. It's ball position. One in the trenches. That kind of game. That's how Gruden mm-hmm. likes it. <laughs> uh, there's Born too many dirty. jokes that are coming to my head hearing that. <laughs> it was uh, a dirty game. Well, Raiders are playing the and the Falcons also. Won. They're 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 playing the Chargers this week. Uh, a rivalry as old as time: Raiders versus Chargers. 
I uh, expect a lot of offense in that game. Both teams. Are the Chargers going to be a big matchup? Car, yeah, they are. Uh, they they did blow some games, but they blowed all their games. Their, all their losses were like blown losses because they were all close. But Herbert's the truth. I mean, for for what they had before, he's way better than Tyrod Taylor. Oh, that's that quarterback that looks like he's like fourteen years old, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good. He's, he's he's real. He looks he's like a fucking punk kid. He's like, "What's up, dude? I'm here to play football and get some strange and spits dip out under your shoes." <laughs> That's what he fucking looks like. He's just yeah. He, he like still yeah, has. Is, is he call? Is he like hi? Like his voice is still cracking and shit. <laughs> Yeah, I would imagine so. He does. He dude, he's like, he he's got like a shitty poo stash that you had in like middle school that he doesn't know how to shave yet. It's like, hey, Arbert. That, that young man can oh, sling yeah, he some things. Oh, yeah, he can but he doesn't know how to shave yet. <laughs> he is a really good. He's got skills. They just. The question about him has been his leadership, and maybe that's what cost them to lose by one. They, they blew like a 17 point lead against the Broncos this past week. Uh, they're starting to look like the AFC version of the Falcons, in my opinion. Uh. Just like a really a team with really good players that just doesn't put it together for four quarters most of the time. Yeah. Well, we're going to see what happens because I guess Tyrod Taylor has started practicing again. Mm. So nah, um, they put him we'll back see. in. That, that kid was thrown into, uh, you know, he was thrown out into the Wolves. But, you know, he didn't necessarily he's been need putting, to be there yet. He, he didn't, but he's been putting up a lot of points. And I think that's a mistake for his confidence if you sit him at this point, your future franchise QB. Uh, I, we got to talk about the game of the week last week, though. That was easily the Ravens and Steelers. That was a battle. Steelers are still undefeated. 7-0? 6-0? Yeah, I'm regretting not picking the Steelers for my Super Bowl pick. I, was, I, was, I, I almost had my finger on the button for that, too. But I went with the Ravens. Seven and zero. Oh. Wow! 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 Steelers. Wow! Looking like Steelers they hit it straight to good. that damn bowl. Defense wins championships. And Big hey, I, I would say back. Claypool I mean, wins championships. <laughs> I'm just grateful for Claypool coming out of nowhere and, a- and having him on my fantasy team because he's earned some fucking points. Just a rookie uh, wide receiver. Great, great stuff. He's a big body. He's going to be a problem. There's a lot of stuff they're going to have to get through, though. And Tom Brady and those Buccaneers are warming up. So do you Let see now a Steelers-Bucks Super Bowl? Uh, Is that what you're saying? Mid- mid-season prediction. Because they're not exactly in their way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, well, you said they're just going flying straight through the thing, and I don't see that. I do. I do. <laughs> uh, Man. They're playing like the that, Cowboys huh? this week. Well, that's easy. <laughs> that's an easy win. The Cowboys are trash. <laughs> the next week they're playing the the Bengals. Man, you know, yeah, like, they may. Hey, yeah. So what? What are the? So here we are, middle middle of the fucking season. What are your guys' predictions now? Like, what's your mid mid season prediction for who's going to be showing up to the championship? Well, I got the. I, I had the Chiefs at the beginning of the season, possibly repeating. I know it's tough to repeat, but I. I mean, I feel like that's still not a bad pick. They're still one of the contenders for sure. Along with the Steelers, obviously. I feel like that's not a bad pick. You can't go wrong with Mahomes. Yeah, I so, really, you know, 
I still like the Chiefs myself, and you know Tom Brady is a. How about the Patriots? You did pick the Patriots at the beginning of the season. Yeah, you had yeah. The Patriots, the Patriots are uh, they're kind of faulty, man. You know, I was expecting a lot more than what's been going on, but uh, they had some issues. You know, they're still figuring it out. They they're doing the worst. They've had the worst winning streak or losing streak uh, going on four games here since uh, Tom Brady was a fourth yeah. string rookie. Yeah. Man, that takes you back you to know. the day back when Tom Brady was just coming on the team and started coaching my. So they have Canada not the best I, choice. We're we're taking this here before new quarterback. They're they're having a fire sale just like I predicted. But uh shit. At this point, man, it's hard to go against the Steelers not being in the bowl. Uh hopefully a wild card team comes out the AFC and shocks the world. But if not, um yeah, I got Steelers in the Super Bowl. And I was gonna say Seahawks, but that defense is just not not nothing. They didn't make any moves to shore it up. And the way the Bucks are playing now, wow, we haven't even seen them with AB yet. And they're still just doing whatever they got to do to win. It's hard to see them like Brady is yeah, back to I, I could, bullshit. Brady's I go. Could see, I could see Steelers like, I mean, look, presidential election, two old ass fucking candidates. Super Bowl, two old ass fucking quarterbacks. Let's just keep the narrative going for 20, 2021. Come on. Defense wins championships, but you know what else does is a solid run back in core. Like that's underrated in all the Super Bowl teams that go and get there. And shit, Fournette and Jones is nasty one too. That might be the nastiest. Yeah, Fournette's back. Having Fournette as your second back is nasty. And he's take. He's, it almost looks like he's the one. If you have him on your fantasy, he's been there the last couple of weeks. So they're they're looking unstoppable, and we haven't even seen them with AB yet. Well, it's what you got on this next uh, the next Monday night matchup? These Monday night and these Thursday night matchups have been pretty garbage on whoever's been making the schedule for the NFL. So fuck you, but I'm glad we have sports. <laughs> the dude, the dude's like listening right now. He's like, oh, Davey doesn't like me. Dude, I, I, I'm yeah, canceling Gen G. Damn it! <laughs> he tries to make a Twitter. I'm post just about speaking it. for the whole world. <laughs> it, it's a it's a known thing that they're the, the, whoever made the schedule this year for all those primetime games are just fucking it off. Sunday nights, okay. Some of those games are good matchups, but you know, COVID's been fucking a lot of them off. But hey, don't this this right here. Don't don't Sean Connery this dude, man. You're gonna mention him, and he's gonna die this week. Oh, I I don't have that voodoo magic like Demo. <laughs> Demo would be just. Wishing these uh, what were you talking about? Uh, saw with those yeah. witchcraft. Yeah, that's why. That's why Demo changed things. the subject so fast. He's the motherfucker writing those posts. <laughs> They're on to me. Yes, speak life, not death. If you guys didn't know, I'm actually blowing off the smoke from the barrel of my finger guns right now. Yeah. <laughs> like Sean Connery. So the game, uh, the game on Monday coming up here is. The Patriots versus the Jets. Is anyone no. going to watch? I am. <laughs> no. I'm going to tune in. I feel like Cam Newton needs to to make a, a comeback and really you send him your energy because this team relies on him too much. But he's not it. He he's good. He's not a terrible quarterback. But his style is he can't throw. And if you can't throw and can't pass in the NFL, it ain't it. You're not winning Super Bowls. It, that that that's that's the problem. Before he was. He was using his arm too much, and then when he had the arm injury, it's like, no, he he wasn't using his body to throw the ball, and 
His arm is shot at this point, and that's why he only cost one million. Yeah. So he costs much less than one million. No, no, like no, five hundred thousand. That was the guarantee, but he's earning up to one million just based on like incentives that he's pretty much already earned. So he's gonna get a million this year, but he didn't want to get taxed, so why. he actually asked for three hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars under the Biden plan, so he could vote for Biden <laughs> <laughs> and not be. Taxed. <laughs> I would like exactly $399,000 salary. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like a double-A minor league contract. Yeah, I would like that salary a. for the rest of my double life. A. You're on out. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, bullpen catchers make. The third catcher who doesn't even play, pretty much, he makes like almost $400,000. Like the Damn, I should have fucking really tried good. to be a catcher. It's not a bad That's life living. to put he, on a He's an amazing catcher, I'm sure, in the like grand aspect of like humans. Yeah, yeah he's sure, top tier. amazing. <laughs> but like, you know, he's he's on the squad. You that, know, that's like saying the, in the game. That's like saying like the, the dude with the 13th spot on the death chart of the NBA team that never plays is he did good <laughs> in high school. Like really good. I was good. dominant. That, that's a, in college <laughs> yeah. i'm sure he did yeah. did you ever see there was like a video of uh some like sports radio guy talking a bunch of mess and he had to go one-on-one with brian scalabrini scalabrini did that boy he gave him the real business because he's an nba basketball player it doesn't matter how raw or weak people think you are like you're in the league. You you made a yeah, roster. And a, spot, and a super you know? athlete's gonna be Facts. a fucking super athlete. Like that's all there is to it. Like people like just like people who pretend that they can I had I had a bizarre memory the other day that I was in San Diego once and I, I remember talking to this one guy who was like just this dude, random guy at a party, and he was telling me that he was getting into fighting. And then I was like, Oh, fighting. So like, you know, you just like taekwondo and stuff. He's like, No, dude, I'm I'm gonna be in the UFC. And I was like, very interesting. He's like, Yeah, man, I got goals to fight Brock Lesnar. This dude was, did not look like somebody who could fucking fight Brock Lesnar at all. And I like <laughs> pressed him and I was like, so like, wh- what about Brock Lesnar makes you think you could fight him? And he's like, dude doesn't, dude doesn't like getting punched, man. You know, you, you just punch him up enough and he's, he's done. How old this was this dude? This dude was like fucking 19, 19, 20. Okay. 19, 20. See, yeah, I was about nine when I was telling people like, I'm going to break Barry Bonds' home run record. Yeah. Or, you know <laughs> no, what I'm saying? Like shit like that. This is a guy who like would like legitimately probably could like go fight Brock Lesnar if he, I don't know, wanted to or tried to figure out a way. But a guy who could beat Brock Lesnar? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> but that, you know, like that's the, the, that is like people talk about like athletes who play a certain sport. And like they think that they're even close to being in the same fucking league as them just because they saw him on TV. And it's like, no, never, not ever, ever, never, but ever, 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 yeah. ever. Like getting, get real, getting you, the catcher you're talking about, you could probably I could probably get in a foot race with that guy and he'd probably fucking beat me hands down after like eating a couple donuts or something. It's real. So uh, there were some interesting fights. Yes. This past week. Yes. Did you guys check those? It was emotional. It was an emotional moment. Anderson Spider Anderson Silva. Yeah. (laughs) That was a absolutely amazing Anderson Silva. Yeah. (laughs) We all we we all went for him except for you, Devo. You were like, no, he's not winning. But you know. No. Like, yeah, he was gonna like get beat up. I I think we all knew it, but we just we wanted it, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I understand, but you gotta you gotta go with the real yes, money. Yes, that's where I made money. I told everyone, and for anyone that listened, I hoped you guys follow along. I said, you know, not as much as we all love Anderson Silva, and it was an emotional. It happened exactly what we, well, at least me and Demo thought was gonna happen. Like literally, exactly. The only difference was that I thought the knockout was gonna happen a lot sooner, and <laughs> I I felt like yeah. <laughs> the fight between Uriah Hall and Anderson Silva on Halloween. Hall pretty much felt bad and allowed like Silva to kind of like just be there in the first round. And if you look at Hall, he literally like barely threw anything in the first like one to one and a half rounds. And then as soon as he was giving the legend exactly, he was like, this is Anderson Silva. And then once he got punched a couple times and he realized what was going on, he was like, man, you know what? This is Anderson Silva. And he just—it was a five-round fight, so they had like rounds to spare because they knew that Anderson Silva was not going to go five rounds. Like when you're 46 year old in a, a pretty tough weight class at 185 or or bigger, yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're not going to be in a small cage with these younger guys that are up and coming, top 10 guys, yeah. and expect to go five rounds, or your body shouldn't be taking that type of punishment. So they know it's going to be a knockout. But then it should have ended in the third round anyways. It ended in the fourth at the beginning, but Anderson Silva was holding on by a very, very small, small, like, tread from, that's, from dying. That's, that's when you started to hear, they started <laughs> to, to pump to in the, the anime <laughs> string music when the old master is finally saying goodbye. And it's like, <laughs> it's like starts raining and shit like that. And he's like, one more fight. I've got one more. <laughs> The black was closing around his screen to make like a, a smaller and smaller circle, like a yeah, Looney Tunes yeah, cartoon exactly, at the yeah. end. Like that's what was going on right before you know he got reprieved oh, by yeah. the bell. No, for sure. Yeah, Adagio string for strings was starting to play. <laughs> it, was, it was going down. He did turn into spaghetti at the end, though. I will say. I mean, he maybe maybe should have called that that you know taking that last clip, but you know, dude wanted to go out on his feet. Yeah, the the older you are of a dude, an old MMA fighter, it's really hard to knock them out. And they're taking brain damage long before, yeah. you know, they are going to be sleeping yeah. for sure. Yeah, he, was he had Uriah Hall in tears, in straight tears. Uriah Hall afterwards, I don't know if you guys heard him, but he, he literally apologized to Anderson Silva. And he said he loved him. I love you. I'm so sorry. Damn. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth, though. You know, shouts out to the legend. Yeah. Anderson and that closes the story. And so the fight's he, he, coming Nesto would have up found, here. Like, huh? Oh, no. What would Nessa have said about that? I'm just saying, like, he, he would have found something positive to say about uh, Anderson's fight, knowing him. Yeah, that's his favorite fighter. And it's, it, it is the GOAT. Also how sad it made him, I'm sure. But he also, off air, he mentioned to us that he's hoping he does some sort of boxing yeah, match. With, yeah, with, yeah. Like with Roy Jones and shit. With Roy? That would be, I mean, for an old-ass man fight, that would be tight. Uh, Exhibition shit. I'm trying to see Anderson Silva in movies. I want him to be a bad guy in like a movie or something. Well, the only problem with that is that you would probably have to learn some Portuguese to watch that movie. (laughs) I heard he is going to be in some movies, though. He doesn't even need to say anything. He's just going to be like Lexington Steel's stunt double. (laughs) He can be like the bad guy, and all he has to do is like... Like other people can explain his dialogue. So you're telling me that what you're trying to do is you're going to take all the gold from the United States? You know, yeah, 
And they go, my God, he's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Saw Jimmy doesn't know who Lexington Steel who? is. Lexington Steel? <laughs> Lexington Steel. He's yeah, who he man. sounds like. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm... <laughs> Are you watching? <laughs> no, I have it on right now the entire time. It's really funny that you mention it. Already <laughs> <laughs> had it on my own page. Yeah. yeah, no, actually, that's that's my casual watching type shit. <laughs> you can't have that name Lexington and just have a small dick. <laughs> whoa. Oh, whoa. I thought we were talking about anime. Yeah, dude, we're talking, talking about. about like a thespian here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. caught me really good. I didn't even know. I didn't even know how to fucking riff with you. Going like, do you know who Lexington Steel is? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I watch his films all the time. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> That's why I was gonna do it all the questions, bro. I wanted you to say something. Funny, <laughs> I was gonna buddy. try. Yeah, yeah phenomenal film actor. Honestly, like, actually, I hope they base. His, I hope they base Anderson Silva's villain on Lexington Steel. Maybe. <laughs> That's the first biopic he can be in. I'm just saying, instead of being himself, he could be Lexington. <laughs> they look like cousins. Oh, my goodness. So, for the upcoming week, we got to make some picks here. Yeah. So, for the NFL, we have the Jets going up against the Patriots. Um, Weez, what do you pick? Sorry, I had to pivot back to football on my shit. Uh, I'm on the Patriots. It's they're gonna yeah. come. They're gonna come back with a win. I mean, against the worst team in the league is kind of impossible. A uh, little bit of a retribution moment for Cam, but that ain't gonna last. They're not winning more than seven games for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh saw Jimmy. What do you think? Hold on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, obviously, I'm gonna go for the fucking Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to make it quick and easy because, yeah. you know, this is automatic. We're going with the Pats. I think you need to give this game a point spread instead of a victory. Yeah, like a Pats are. Hey, 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 let him pick. Let him pick. We're, we're taking yeah, a record. P- we know we got to keep Pats it are definitely going to fucking win. How much they win by, though, that'll be kind of determined, right? What is like? I think that they'll win by 27 points. Fuck it. <laughs> spread is seven, so you're a winner. Yeah, there we go. Uh, to the real game, you can give both your picks on this one, Dave. There's Saints and Bucks. Saints and Bucks. I'm going with Tom Brady. He's going to be back. He's ready for this game. And the defense is going to stop the Breeze five-yard passes. It'll, I think it'll be tight, actually. I think that's going to be a dope game, and I hope the Bucks beat the shit out of him. We got two for the Bucks. I'm Demo. not crying. You're crying. Ba- Battle of Breeze and Brady, the OG QBs. I'm going Tom Brady on that uh, and the Buccaneers. I think that they're going to have a little bit of new life with Antonio Brown's antics added (laughs) to the crew. It's like the new season. Um, And I am in the other game. I have to go with the Patriots here. I don't think the Jets are going to beat Bill Belichick. So I'm going to throw a curveball at y'all. Well, I mean, the Saints, I think this is the game where the Saints get a lot of confidence back, somehow win. Uh, Drew, Drew just knows how to do it. They're 5-2 and two at the end of the day. And, I mean, the games they lost could have been won. You know, they lost to the Raiders in a close game. And they also lost to somebody else that they're better than. Um, I think they're going to upset the Bucks, but we'll They see. played each other before early in the season, yeah? And the Saints won? They, 
They played yeah. in the first game of the season uh, before Tom Brady was mm-hmm. used to this new uh, vehicle he's driving now. Yeah. And let me tell you what, this is only their second time playing outside this whole year. And also, this defense is now gelled. Like, the Bucks have the best D in the league out of nowhere. And Leonard Fournette also wasn't on the team yet. Or AB. Yeah. Fournette just started coming back and getting reps, though, because he was hurt when he came over. Yeah, that's an elite running back, man. Like they got a steal picking him up. If you ask me, so Super Bowl. Did we get our Did we get our picks in? Is that everybody? Is everybody getting their picks in for their football? Who would Nesto pick in these games? Did he not? He pick the Jets and um, (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna go with Adam Gase and the Jets. I think he's gonna give the Jets winning by fifty. That's probably if I know Nesto, that's probably what he's going for for sure, for sure, for sure. Damn, (laughs) disrespectful. Well we'll, so, well, we'll take his picks off off uh, off air when he texts over when he's really drunk. Make sure he's in Vegas, Sin City, late night. Yeah, text him at three a.m. Hey, what are your picks? <laughs> yeah, hey bro, text us your picks really quick. <laughs> just gonna text back just gibberish. Should we just go full demo on this podcast? Oh, did we already talk about the election? Yeah, bro? we already talked. But I I was gonna say, <laughs> our, <laughs> da- David, don't you? You're really excited about this week's fights for UFC, huh? <coughs> Yeah, sorry, I was choked up. Uh, but yes, you got I'm super excited. My, one of my favorite fighters in the UFC is coming back to headline this next card here. It's Glover Teixeira versus Tiago Santos. Santos being my favorite. Uh, but it's a good matchup, two Brazilians, man. And uh, obviously, Glover Teixeira is a, a legend. So He is literally my favorite fighter in the Santa, UFC. Santos? Uh no, Glover Teixeira, oh, okay. man. I don't know if you uh you know the story of Glover Teixeira, but he was a, a really good fighter and he should have been in UFC long before he actually was, but uh he was kept <laughs> kept out until he was like almost like 29 years old. He couldn't get a visa to even get into America. Uh. Cuz dude's just that real, you know? America's like, "Yo, wait a minute <laughs> before we let you in." So he uh, he finally got in and he made his impact right away coming into the light light heavyweight division and since then you know this guy fights for big knockouts a lot of Brazilian guys they want to roll around they want to pull your arm out Glover Teixeira is here to punch you punch in the head yeah. he's uh he's Who pretty nasty Demo uh, well it sounds like Demo already has uh, someone in his mind so yeah I'm going uh, Teixeira I'm Teixeira isn't, all the way isn't Santos also kind of like a knockout machine too or am I wrong. Yes, he. Oh yeah, these guys are not going to yeah. wrestle. They are going to stand there and chuck them. Yeah, yeah. It, between these guys, it, it's gonna be just banging. Especially in a small cage, they're gonna be fighting in Las Vegas at the Apex. So it's a smaller cage. Uh, they're fighting at two hundred five light heavyweight. So this is uh the last the last fight. These guys. Just to recap, real quick, just so people kind of know where where these guys are at in the timeline. Uh, Teixeira is over 40 years old. His last fight was a super impressive win over um, Anthony, Anthony Smith, Smith, if you guys remember that, when he knocked Anthony Smith's teeth out and they were talking yeah. while he was pounding him away in the court, in the side of the cage on the ground, yeah. you know, um, saying sorry, it's just business, you know. And uh, that's pretty much – Anthony Smith was real badly beaten on that, but Teixeira just showed like, hey, time ain't a thing. Father time ain't going to stop me because he was in his 40s doing that. Damn, he is a. He's always just been a killer, bro. That's why I'm picking yeah. him. 
Wheeze with uh, assassin every fight with the classic picks. They're always pairing these uh, these old guys, bringing these old guys back. You know, um, with Silva last week. You know, pairing and kind of passing of the torch, I guess, to another brother. And now we got two Brazilians going at it, passing. I guess passing the torch, but Tiago Santos he, it, was coming up huge. Why did it's almost? But yeah, that's Dana White does that shit on purpose, bro. Like. The passing of the torch. Yeah, he gets off it's almost like sure. wrestling booking. You know what I mean? In wrestling, the OG wrestler always has to lose to the new upcoming. You know what I mean? Like the Rock loses to John Cena, and he carries it now. Like, yeah, that's what it feels like with some of these OG bookings. Like I picked Silva. There's we all knew he wasn't gonna win, but it's like yeah, you know, you can only stuck hope. in your heart. Yeah, right? and that's what Dana's sells. on his member berries for sure. Like member like Anderson Silva, member. <laughs> just bringing back classics to get people to come back out like when the wwe just like wheels like wheels out the undertaker for a match he just wants like old men to get beat up i don't know i could understand like why you want to see like the passing of the guard it's a good way to signify Hell the yeah, up and coming fighters you know like oh these are the people that are beating the shit out of your old heroes if they threw tito ot's old ass out there i'm i'm watching it like i'm sure, front yeah, row yeah. watching that bro like for everything even though i know he might probably get smacked UFC got an attitude error, yeah, too. Yeah, no, for real. That's that's true. Yeah, Teixeira is going to be... Uh, putting up a fight, though. It's going to be a, a better fight than the one we saw between Hall and Silva because Teixeira is definitely still way more capable uh, in present day than Silva was. So, But if you, for those that haven't been watching, because uh, Tiago Santos hasn't fought in a, a while because he was injured. He tore both of his ACLs in his legs, I believe, and MCLs or something like that with that John Jones fight. That was the last person he fought was John Jones. And uh, John Jones couldn't walk either after the fight. Both people were not walking um, after the fight, and it was a close decision. So, yeah, so this man, uh, his nickname's Maheta. That's Hammer in, in Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, by the picture in my background, you can see that big-ass Hammer tattoo he has on his chest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, so I'm going to go with my man Santos. Tiago Santos. For the win, and uh, specifically, I think he's going to knock him out. Um, I don't think this is going five rounds with these guys. You, well, you think Santos is going to knock out Glover? I do. Okay, I, I'm, I'm inclining that too, uh, just because Santos has more tattoos. That's my fucking expert analysis right there. <laughs> <laughs> Santos Let's is going to win it because the tattoos. And I want to drop a gem before we move on from this because I, I like to give free money, and I don't like to say free money all the time, but. For those that are listening, Tanner Bozner. Message. Tanner Bozner by knockout over Arlovsky, plus 325. Call your local bookies. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Plus money. Whoa. The inside scoop on Bloodsport with Davy Jones. Yeah, I just want to share. I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I would give Davy a call. <laughs> At Davy Jones, WTF. I just want to drop these gems when I feel like it because they, they don't happen all the time. Man, you be like, dropping gems all the time on Twitter. What do you mean? Yeah, well, those <laughs> are daily Jones. little little stones, little little pebbles. Weez, did you give your pick yet? Glover, I'm all the way Glover. Uh, so we're we're two for two. What's uh what's Nesto's tiebreaker? Where would Nesto go with this, Dave? I- he said he told he gave us the pick earlier when we saw him at the airport or before he's taken off. He loves Glover. He's gonna be on Glover to Shara, the legend. All right. All right. No doubt. 
Three for Teixeira, two for Santos. Any closers? In closing, it's the same time uh, next week we'll be having a new president uh, announced. Maybe. Will we, though? Will we, though? That's that's almost a better prediction is how long you think it's going to take to see this thing run out. I I think it's going to go... I think that it's going to be by Friday is when we're going to like kind of have a clear indication. I mean, especially if Nevada gets one. But at the same time, Lawsuit City all the way up to January, I think. Yeah. Hey, Nevada. Until then, stand back and stand. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Watch out for that. Stay safe out there. Good Lord. I just saw a video of like a Trump supporter just pulling out a gun because somebody was like excited about Biden perhaps being ahead. Yeah, hey, chill. You definitely got to chill. Stay peaceful, Americans. Just remember, at the end of the day, we're all Americans. That's real. Yeah, Yeah. who knows we might have. Uh, Yeah, for for shout-outs, I got my first video banned off of Reddit because of it. uh, (laughs) If you guys don't know, if you guys like the funny, funny stuff on Generation G, I also have a YouTube channel called The Millennial Scum that I make videos uh, with my wife, comedy videos with my wife, you sick fuck. These guys actually helped me think of some of them. But recently we made one where uh, we do a shtick where we're just like, I'll just say the name, it's a riot season sale. And I guess Reddit didn't like that too much, so they... They got rid of the fucking video and said that it was inciting violence. So I guess people are really fucking on edge with the election. So, But it's satire. Absolutely. It's satire. Don't worry. Go check out the Millennial Scum. Also follow uh, Gen G Podcast at Gen G Podcast on Twitter and our Instagram. Same same tag. You guys got any more shout outs? You want to want to shout out? I want to shout out Spencer Cuz. Uh, that's it. Shout out Spencer Cuz. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Spencer. Yes. Shout out Nesto. Shouts out my boy Mark and uh shouts out to myself. Uh yeah, keep up the hard yourself. work. <laughs> go fuck. <laughs> <laughs>